I spent three months and over $20,000 of effort. And that time could have been much better spent finding just two to four clients who could pay me appropriately. So if that's where you are right now, I have some frameworks and boundaries, some suggestions for how to make this decision. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On, the podcast for mission-driven service-based business owners who want to increase their income and their impact without burning out in the process. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, recovering WordPress developer and CEO of Carvel Digital. If you like learning from other people's mistakes, then keep listening. Let's get started. Hey, friends. This is Begin As You Mean To Go On, the bonus episodes, and this is bonus number three. So you want to create a course. Now, before we jump into this pre-recorded broadcast, I want to share with you this five-star rating and review that came in from Grace VC. It says, great business podcast. Love that smart, simple, digestible podcast that is loaded with information and ideas you can apply to your business, whether you are a brand new or a CEO. Karanda is approachable and practical, but also inspiring and not putting up with any excuses. Listening to the first few episodes helped me rethink a business issue and saved me from throwing $1,000 at a problem that would no doubt be followed by more money later this year. Instead, I came up with an entirely different solution by asking myself different questions. Can't wait to keep listening. Thank you so much, Grace. And there's a particular reason that I read you this particular review, because this conversation about whether or not you should create a course is something that, if it's the right time, could be a great and profitable venture, or it could be a big money sink. So listen in, especially if you are a service CEO and you're maxed out on you know, serving clients one-on-one, or you're burnt out on providing your services you might start to think, oh, a course is the answer. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Tune in to find out. And when you're done, if you found it valuable, go ahead and leave a five-star rating and review like Grace did. Thanks. Hello, friends. It's been a minute. Uh, I had to come on here and share some things with you because I heard someone say this this week and we need to talk about it. And the words I'm talking about are, I think I want to create a course. And these words have been said by pretty much every service-based business owner ever to last longer than say a year or two in business because you want, I get it, you want to get out of the time for money trap, right? You want to scale yourself or maybe you're having trouble getting clients. Um, This is where I hear it most often. You're having trouble getting clients and you think, if I just create something that's recorded and I teach all these broke people you know, how great I am, then they will go and find the money or they'll do it themselves and they will go and find the money to hire me. Let me tell you how this went down for me. So this is, this is a journey that I went on a few years ago, right? I decided I'm going to create a course. I was doing web development at the time. There were a lot of people who needed websites. They had terrible websites. I really wanted to help them. So I'm like, I'm going to create a course. And I went into the lab And for three months, I worked on this thing. It was beautiful. It had intros, it had outros, had beautiful slides, like it was amazing. And I forgot to ask a few key questions. And those questions are, do people really need this? Is this a problem that people will pay to solve? Will people pay to be able to DIY their own websites? And Sometimes the answer is yes. For my my audience, that was actually not the best use of their time. And then the other question to ask is, who's going to benefit the most 
from this, right? And the people I was trying to help were the people who really wanted to hire me, but they couldn't afford it. And there were other things about their business that made it so they just weren't the ideal client for this. They weren't really technical. They really were never gonna invest the time and effort needed to get to the level that they needed to get to make something that was going to benefit their business. And it would have been a much better use of their time to just learn to sell, right? Learn how to sell and make enough money to hire a professional to do it the right way. With that said, there's one thing, one more thing I'm gonna say about that, which is that I spent three months and over $20,000 of effort. So if I had paid myself to make this course, it would be over $20,000 of effort to create my course. And that time could have been much better spent finding just two to four clients who could pay me appropriately. So if that's where you are right now, I have some frameworks and boundaries, some suggestions for how to make this decision should you do this. And if all I do in this video is just convince you that you are not a special snowflake who is the first person to have this thought and go down this path, then I'll be happy. All right, so I'm not the boss of you, but if you would like to pretend that I am, here's what I would tell you. You can make a course if you are have been wildly successful delivering a one-on-one -on -one or delivering your service and you just maxed out. You're at capacity. You cannot scale anymore uh, without cloning yourself. So that's a good time to think about uploading your brain to the internet, as I call it, and creating something that people that can be delivered without your direct involvement. Okay, that's, that's a good place to be in when you're thinking about starting a course. The other good reason to start a course is you have been wildly successful delivering your uh, service and people are starting to ask you, hey, how did you do that, right? A great audience for a course is showing other people how to do what you've actually do done. So not necessarily training non-technical business owners how to do design or how to do development, but training other people who are like, I want to do that as a profession. How did you do it? That's a great audience for a course. Another good reason to create a course is you find yourself saying the same thing over and over again. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this out of the course realm because this can be related to fulfillment, right? You're fulfilling on your clients and you find yourself saying the same things over and over again. You can generalize that and you can create a course. It might be more like an onboarding uh, sequence to just help people kind of understand. And it looks really great when you already know the questions they're gonna ask and you're one step ahead of them. That is a great way to deliver an awesome client experience. And then the last thing is if you want to create something for those DIYers and just make it just enough, you give them just enough information to teach them that they don't know what they don't know so that they can avoid a lot of the mistakes that people make. Um, and that was, that was kind of the first module of my course was like, People come to me, they didn't have any website, they didn't know where to start. I was like, here's all the things that you don't know that are gonna keep you out of trouble if you pay attention and you listen. That's a great thing to do because that's basically teaching people why they shouldn't do on, the, on their own and why they should hire you. And that can be a much smaller effort than making some kind of six week, seven week behemoth course. Okay, so those are all great reasons to think about putting time and effort into getting your knowledge out of your head. And then here's the final rule and this rule trumps all the others, it doesn't matter which reason you're making the course for, you must sell it first. Why? Because people will tell you all day long, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I would totally buy it. That's a great idea. But 
there's a difference between people thinking something is a great idea and people having a problem that's painful enough for them to put money behind it in order to solve that problem. No matter what you're thinking of creating, you got to sell it first. If you cannot get 10 people to give you money based on the curriculum, right? You give them the outline of the course. If you can't get 10 people to pre-buy your course, then you shouldn't be making it. Okay. So those are my guidelines. Those are my tips for you. Again, if I have caught even one person on the precipice of going down this road and wasting a bunch of time and money, spend that time just getting three or four clients who are paying you a really good rate. And then, you know, if you still want to make a course, you can hire somebody else to do, you know, the majority of the editing and things like that so that you're not like pouring all your time into it uh, for no no or little return. And number one rule is you have to sell it first. Okay. All right. And, uh, if you are struggling with getting clients, I'm creating a course. I already sold it to some people. It's in the process of happening. And one of the things that helps you sell your course is to have an audience and to have a relationship with that audience. My course is about building your email list and building a nurture series and using automation to build those relationships. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can go and buy my course. Uh, I'll drop the link in the comments below, but it's carveldigital.com slash email dash bootcamp. So you can still get in on the super cheap presale price um, right now while it's being recorded. And you can go and you can tell me what particularly you're struggling with about email marketing and automation. And then I will include that in the course. So if you want more info about that, I'll put the link below. You can always reach out to me and ask me questions about it. I'll see you guys on the flip side. Hey, if you like today's episode, then you'll love hanging out with us in the Service CEOs Facebook group. It's a supportive group of ambitious service business owners. Your chance for business success goes up to 95% when you have a squad of supportive people who have similar goals and can encourage you and give you a gentle kick in the pants when you need it. Go to carveldigital.com slash CEO and answer the group questions to join. See you inside.